What's up, family? It's T. Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we heal what matters to grow what matters. We're here to go from struggle to flow in life, business, and relationships. We don't leave any of it behind because you need all of it to be all of you. Today, I want to talk to you about the fountain of youth. That's right. The elixir of the ever-present. The never-tiring. The very essence that makes existence exist. The durability of the greats. What I'm talking about is our ability and our willingness to change or the resistance which degenerates you fast. Evolve or dissolve. Now I was going to start this show with my favorite lyric from Joe Budden that relates to this from Never Again, the song, where he talks about when you get to a certain age, you get to a certain place where it becomes hard to break out of your ways. And your adaptation energy depletes as you get older. Usually after the age of 25, we rarely change without tragedy. And as someone who has had tragedy and chaos derail him more than a couple times in life, even currently as I speak to you, I've realized that change, no matter how difficult it is, brings things that I could never have imagined living without. And I probably wouldn't have created it myself. So even through the turbulent changes, you come out of it with more character than if you just stayed the same, the same dull you that would have less character and less personality if you stayed without that little bit of change that a lot of times after the age of 25 is forced on us. Now I was afraid of change. Like even if my desktop icons on my computer were moved or the windows were resized, It would throw off my entire system. Like even a slight change in my entire world would disturb me enough and require recovery. Change always, always scared me. Now in psycho-cybernetics, this idea of adaptation energy comes up as the fountain of youth, as what keeps us young. It's the essence of our basic life force. Dr. Selye, I may not be saying that name right, so I apologize, termed this adaptation energy. He coined this word for which, to describe something for which is consumed during adaptative work, adaptive work, meaning it's what is being used up when you are trying to deal with change. So he coined this adaptation energy word to describe what is being consumed when we are trying to adjust and adapt to change. It's a little bit different, but a play on how we take energy from food, caloric energy. Now, I'm quoting a lot from the book here, and he talks about how throughout life, from cradle to the grave, from when we are born until we leave, we are required to adapt to stressful situations. Even the whole process of living itself constitutes stress. It requires us to continually adapt. And the human body contains various defense mechanisms. 
local adaptation syndromes to defense to defend against specific stresses or general defense mechanisms which is your general adaptation syndrome which defends against non-specific stress now stress includes anything that requires adaptation or adjustment such as extremes of heat or cold invasion by disease germs emotional tension and the regular wear and tear of living essentially what we call the aging process now, the body itself is equipped to maintain itself in health, to cure itself of disease, and to remain youthful by successfully coping with those factors that bring out what we called old age, what we called aging. This is the energy. The adaptation energy is what helps us finally overcome disease and healed wounds and burns and ultimately manage stress, win out over other stressors. And it's the same energy that heals wounds that keeps all of our body, body organs functioning properly. Essentially, getting older and aging is a slow poisoning of the body that reduces our ability to change and adapt to change and reduces our ability to manage stress when those changes in our environment come. Our ability to survive depends on our ability to adjust and adapt. As we grow older, this energy just depletes. A lot of it depletes because we choose our rigidity. We, we let rigidity, this inflexible part of us, creep in, which also brings with it slow death. We cling to the familiar, the comfort, collecting ideas as we grow older that make us more and more rigid. The very thing that helps us form a ground for us also digs the ground for us. And this rigidity in your mind, this limitations that you start to hold on to, which you don't see as limitations, you see as a collection of who you are, those limitations then also put limitations on your mind, your bodies, and it can steal away this ultimate, this life essence, this life force inside of you that allow you the ability to adapt. And there is nothing pretty about this sight when a person loses this ability to adapt. Everything that we do in life is on lease. There is no permanence to anything that has ever been given to us. The only youth we have is our ability to adapt to change, which is inevitable. The ability to move, the ability to adjust. Yet, the more we grow, the more rigid we become. The less we bend. And the less we bend, the more we break. And sacrificing our ability to adapt because of these collection of ideas that we've fallen in love with, slowly creeps us towards every part of our mind and our body becoming less able to sustain, to, to stand and withstand a tomorrow that is inevitably going to be different. So you instead cling on to your ideas that bring you this death. 
and their imagined results, these ideas that define you. And we've essentially just sacrificed our adaptive energy for the love of your ideas, for the fondness of our beliefs. Keeping yourself from all that could be if you just remain flexible. And they say, winners don't quit, but winners quit fast. They give up fast. They allow change and they let go so they can go to the next thing. They give it the best they can. And we can have a whole conversation about this. But they quit fast and they give up on their rigid ideas of what must be. What must be from what they have clung onto. And the result must be what you imagine. You can't get your gifts from God when both of your hands are full. When your mind is full of rigid ideas, new ones find it hard to make it to you. Every aspect of your life is begging for change. It's begging to evolve. But we go against our nature to please our own. Nature is asking for evolution. But we rather please our own nature. So we can stay comfortable. Stay familiar. All in an attempt to pad the ego. To protect it from, it does, from what it does not know. What could pierce it. And then stagnation creeps in. You stand still, holding on to your ideas, creeping in slow death. And immobilization, not moving, frustrates any animal. It is a cardinal sin. It is the cause of extinction. Standing still, you're clinging to ideas. Your inability to adapt to change, your less than willingness to bring on change is your cause of extinction. The measure of a person is their ability to respond to what doesn't go according to plan. If your response in business, in life, in your relationship, when something doesn't go according to plan, if your response is frustration and angst, then your body learns to try and minimize those experiences in the future. And when you try to work and minimize the inevitable because of your overreaction, over, overreaction or your negative bodily response, you lessen your survivability. Change is required to carve away what is and build towards what will be. Your cling to the familiar is suffocating you. It's suffocating your potential. It's suffocating all that can be for what is. And what is, is never permanent. But you want to hold on to it. It will be replaced by the new, by the next. If you respond poorly to what is meant to happen instead of embracing it, you diminish your own worth in an ever-changing environment. You diminish your usability, your contribution, 
because your skills stagnate, your mindset stagnates. Your entire essence starts withering on the vine while the world moves around you, demanding the new. The new is always around the corner. A person who plans and builds for the world today is is and will always be left behind. It is the man who anticipates the world tomorrow and embraces the iterations that will lead there that is the most durable. And the majority of people will be looking from the perspective of the present. They see the now and they have a certain belief of how now will influence the future. Sometimes though, now will be rendered irrelevant by a fast-moving future. You must adapt. So how do we stay young? What's the way to keep this youthful energy? How can I do some things on a daily basis, on a weekly basis? What are some things I can keep in my mind to keep myself young? Walk through the fire voluntarily. Don't wait for tragedy. Walk through the fire voluntarily. Go do the thing that scares you. Audit your clinging. Everything that you're holding on to, that you must see go the way that you imagine, audit it. Just think about it. Because I can't say the word audit too many times, obviously. Audit the clinging. Don't have any arbitrary bucket lists that lend you experiences, that lend you experiences that you consider just because they're on that list, you consider them foreign and you consider them something that's unlike you. Don't have arbitrary bucket lists. Have a bucket life and subscribe to a new reality. Be the person to whom those items don't show up on a bucket list but they show up in their regular life. Adjust your self-image to embrace the extended experiences that you consider extended as an extended you. Embrace that self-image. Your ideas of who you are don't have to limit you from who you can be and what you can experience. Again, your ability to adapt is what youthfulness is defined by. Just flow with what happens. Don't clinch up and protect yourself from hurt. The clinching up and the tightness in your body leads to more injury in a crash than a relaxed body. Let the crashes in life be absorbed by what you're made of. Don't have them break you. You are built to flow. You are built to flow with it. Be like water, my friends. As Bruce Lee said, be like water, flow. The only thing constant in life is change. It would probably behoove you to accept and embrace it, then fight it. This grasping and clinging to what is only makes it more and more painful to transition. So my friends, change. Change regularly, change your habits, change your beliefs, change your environment, move around your furniture, question every automatic pattern response to everything, 
Reassess if what you chose to believe yesterday still serves you today. And I know you can't operate from this all the time. You, we do need to dissolve things down to an easy and understandable and familiar chunk because we can't rethink everything on a daily basis. We can't rethink the meaning of everything. But make it a habit at least to periodically come back, revisit, audit yourself, and make room for that change. Invite it. Make room for it so that it can bring you to the next you. Guys, I love you. The very nature of our survival and sanity depends on our ability to change. Those that don't change, those that don't adapt, die. They go extinct. So embrace it. Invite it. I want all of us to be all that we can be. Willingly. Without force. Without strain. Through openly welcoming all of the new and trusting our ability to adapt to the initially uncomfortable. So we can not just accomplish everything that we want to accomplish, but so we can transform. Stay young, my friends. I'll see you in the next one. Please share this with someone if you got something out of it. Much love, as always.